Hello and welcome everyone to Current Events, the podcast about what two randos on the internet are watching on television. And this week we are not watching television, we're actually watching a terrible movie on Netflix. <laughs> but you know what? The movie was on television. <laughs> so it wasn't a lie. I'm Jake McMillan and joining me is my good friend Mike Slocum. Say hi Mike. Hi everybody. So what we did was, we've been killing time until Loki comes out, and we got down to the bottom of the barrel, and I mean <laughs> and oh that boy. literally, <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the shit barrel, and uh, we ended up watching Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow, uh, I would like <laughs> to start out by saying the actors did a really good job. Uh, I'm extremely fond of Dave Bautista and Tignataro. They did excellent. Oh, yes. uh, the, all of the people who worked on the crew did a wonderful job. It was a very striking-looking film. Um, it is not their fault. <laughs> of course not. You're saying yeah. it's the writers? <laughs> I'm saying that it's the, there's one voice in a Zack Snyder film, and that is Zack Snyder. Yes. And one of the things that I discovered about him, I actually, I was so dumbfounded by how bad this movie was that I, I watched the making of documentary. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that, that takes it, guts. It oh. explained a lot. Oh. Okay, so for instance, what I, one of the things I figured out is that Zack Snyder is an excellent cameraman. Mm-hmm. He's an, he is a, 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 an accomplished director of photography. And that explains why in his movies, which are not good, the the scenes are all set perfectly and the yes. shots are all perfect, right? It's yep. just that he doesn't know how to tell a story. Yeah. He should really be work, working for a good director. Yes, he should and be I the, think, the principal photographer or something. Right. You know, like yeah, that. I mean, this is... This is one of the things that's always confused me is there's only one good Zack Snyder film, and that's Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, why is that movie so good and everything else he's done so bad? And also, that movie doesn't even seem like a Zack Snyder film. And I, I realized it's because James Gunn was his partner on that. And uh-huh. James Gunn knows how to tell a story. Yes, he does. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah, so he's been kind of, uh, so Snyder's been kind of living off of, you know, dining off of that experience. <laughs> Forever. You know? Yeah, and yeah, I mean, this is this is tough for me because, it, you know, I just went through a week and a half of trying to watch Justice League Snyder Cut. Oh. Right, so, yeah. you know, after that, getting into Army of the Dead and seeing basically the same tone-deaf dialogue and the same, you know, sloppy editing and the same... Mm-hmm. You know, just overlong storytelling. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was, it, for me, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it wasn't. I mean, the, neither was the Snyder Cut. Yeah. It, you know? It's just, it, it, but it, I mean, it had some interesting elements and, um, you know, a couple new takes on, you know, zombie movies. Um, uh you know, like zombies being able to get pregnant, and zombie, some zombies having, you know, retaining their intelligence, and you know, tiger zombies. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But um, but but I mean, yeah. but you have to admit, we've seen those things in all in other zombie movies. We've seen oh, yes, all of yes. them before, right? Yeah. There's, no, there's absolutely nothing new in this in this film. Whereas with Dawn of the Dead, it was the introduction of the fast zombie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was that was a whole new thing for me. It was not a. It's not like it's a bad film. I think that would have been more enjoyable. Yeah. Yes. Right. It was just long and dull. Yes. Yeah. It, right. it just it dragged. I mean, we yeah. had to break it up over two nights to be able to make it through it. Just oh, you did it in two. I did it in four. And oh. the last <laughs> seventeen minutes took me a week. I was like. I was sitting here watching this on, on my last, I guess, with the third day, right, mm-hmm. of trying to get through this. Just completely uninterested in anything going on in this movie. Just not bound to any of the characters emotionally or anything, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then they get to the scene where they're getting out in the helicopter, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I am done. I'm not even going to stay for the, for the credits. So I hit pause, and I have 17 minutes left. left. <laughs> I was like, no! Yeah, yeah. So I just turned it off, and then it took a week for me to, to get the courage up to go back and watch the last 17 minutes, and man, did I not miss anything. <laughs> no. Is that where they took off once and then had to go rescue the daughter, and then is that was the first place... Was that no, was no? That, this is this is when they fly out of Vegas. They're they're done, and and then they crash because the the alpha oh, okay. zombie guy right. got on the helicopter, right? right? And so I thought, okay, well, okay, you know, here we go, and uh, and then you know they crashed, and and he survived, but he was bitten, and mm-hmm. and I was just like, well, I mean, I've seen this scene so many times I don't want to have to sit through it again you know Mm -hmm. it's like you feel bad for the actors because you know they put in a 12 hour day to shoot this scene (laughs) and and, so unnecessary (laughs) yeah and I mean for given the the material that they had I thought Mm -hmm. that the actors did you know a pretty reasonable job but it's just it's hard like it's hard pulling victory out of out of the, yeah. the, the, the disaster that was the yeah, and I'll tell you something too is I, I I often hear from actors on podcasts and whatever that they don't watch the final film, mm-hmm. right? They they it's embarrassing for them to see themselves up on the screen, and so they don't really watch that, and they know the story from the script, and they were there shooting it, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they don't know the final output right so they're talking in this making of documentary about what a genius Zack snyder is right Mm -hmm. and that's got to be a combination of things like i want to work again in hollywood this guy's a power player right and the other is that they don't know what the movie's going to look like yet they don't know the how the story is going to drag on and you know they're they're emotional acting is just going to be wasted in these untrimmed scenes that should have been cut. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I got to tell you, I, it would have been a good 30 minute, it would have been a much better 30 minute show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I tell you, I remember when D- uh, Dawn of the Dead came out and they gave, they sent out free CDs uh, with the first like six minutes Oh, wow. On it. And we gobbled this. So this was like 2004, so I think the, the Internet was kind of new. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't really – not everybody had broadband, so you couldn't reach yeah. everyone with a website at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So 
uh, I remember popping that thing in my CD tray and or my DVD player, and you know on my computer and popping it up and just thinking, holy cow, <laughs> that is the most electric six minutes of cinema I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so this was none of that. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you didn't go the other way on this movie. And oh, it was fantastic! The yeah, scenes are great. It was like, I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, and I'm starting to feel bad because I feel like I'm just a downer, you know. Yeah, and and I I I really want to watch something good so that I can get enthusiastic about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think the last time I was enthusiastic was the. Uh, end of uh, Falcon and the Snowman, right? Mm-hmm. Falcon so, and the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the movie's title now. That's just how it is. Uh-huh. If you say it three times on a podcast, that's what it becomes the official title. That's right. I read it in the book. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Not on a yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't listen to podcasts. I read books. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so what are, what are we doing next? Is Loki up? Loki is not up until the 9th. Oh, so damn, we have okay. one more, one more. So that's it. We're done, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I mean, be a I, short edit. Yeah, I really want to. No, we're not done talking about the movie yet. But I okay. want to just make, take a break to just make sure <laughs> that we're going to watch something uplifting and good next week. You know. Well, so I thought that because Loki's coming up, that we were going to watch the um, uh, End Game to get context. That's again. fine. That's absolutely fine. That sounds good. Let's do that. Yeah, because yeah. we know it'll be reasonably good to watch. Yeah. I've and, already uh, seen it. I know it's good. Yep. And so that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I was really disappointed in uh, Stargate because <laughs> I had such oh, good yes. memories of that movie. You know? yeah, like, yeah. But I hadn't seen it since the theater, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that, that reminded me of the my experience with the movie Dune. You know, oh, yes. it's, it's like revisiting it and going, oh, I remember how much I love this film, and then realizing, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got to say, Dune, I mean, the first Dune, the, the, well, not, I, I don't, was there, was it the only Dune that was yeah. made? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it, I didn't know if there was any like there, Russian, you know, like the Russian Lord of the Rings or something. something oh secret. yeah, no, there there is a Joe Dawarsky's uh, Dune, but he never got to make the film, so all there ah. is is a book of his designs. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, when I saw it, it's like I just couldn't believe having ha- ever, after having read the book, it just the mm. movie just so disappointed me. Yeah. I mean, it was visually interesting, and you know the story was you know, but. It's just there was so much left out. It's just people. I think I went with somebody who hadn't read the book and was like, yeah. "I have no freaking clue what this thing is about." Yeah. What? And yeah, it was just. I think I watched it once, once again, um, at some point. But yeah, not. Anyway, yeah. So well, I I and, talked a whole bunch of people of my of, of my friends into going. We went in a giant group. Mm-hmm. To the and and no one these were not science fiction people so they didn't even know what Dune was about oh, right yeah. and so we got there and we watched we probably took up an entire row in a packed theater and we we watched this movie and I just kept slinking down farther, further, in further in my chair <laughs> maybe I can get out of here without being killed you should have sat on the end like I I gotta go to the bathroom I'll yeah you guys outside. Yeah, an hour yeah. later. <laughs> oh my God! It was just like I just remember one one of my friends looking at me, and I mean he looked at me critically. 
right? Uh, he, he, this was not a joke. He looked at me like he was reappraising my personality, right? And he just said, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so I think I would have gotten a better response if I'd taken them to see Eraserhead. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, something, yes. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so do you have more to say about this movie? Um, yeah, I do, because this reminds me a lot of what we talked about last week, where the the director, Zack Snyder, is he doesn't seem to have a vision of his own. He yeah. Everything seemed to be a lift from another movie. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be, I think this is going to become a real problem for American directors, because they, they're raised in a lukewarm bathtub of pop culture. Right. And they don't have any life experiences to base their own storytelling on. So they're always like, okay, oh, you remember that scene in The Lost Boys? Okay, we're going to do that. And mm-hmm. then you remember that scene in Dawn of the Dead? Okay, we're going to do that. You know, that's yep. it's all just a regurgitation. Yeah. Or or maybe they don't even realize it, but they're so influenced. It's sort of like um, some writers, they don't even necessarily realize that they've read this thing before and like, that was a mm-hmm. great idea, you know, and then they try and rework it into their their own story, not realizing that they cribbed it from somebody else. Yeah, um, and uh, I I I don't know. I suspect that it is conscious at some level. It's like I remember this really cool scene. I want to do that something like yeah. that again. Yeah, absolutely. And, but, and, uh, and if you think, but it's just yeah. If your life experience is entirely out of movies and books. Right. Mm-hmm. You really aren't making any new experiences for you to tell your own story. Yep. Right. So. So, yeah, that's just how they think. We'll do the we'll do the Raiders of the Lost Ark scene and that'll lead us into the, you know, this scene and so on and so forth. And it's not it's not something that, you know, it used to be that that people came to Hollywood from other places. Yeah. Right. And they had their own stories to tell. And they had to figure out a way to do that in the language of cinema. Mm-hmm. But these people have, that's the only language they, they, they speak. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that it, it's, I, I'm, I think the only redemption I, I see here is to start making things based on the works of writers and novelists. Mm-hmm. Who, if good writers and novelists because mm-hmm. they have had some experience or thought of some idea or brought some new edge to their work that resonates with people even if it's if it's derivative it doesn't make it and um you know it's it's sort of like you've got to grab those those interesting writer novels mm-hmm. or you know even short stories and turn them into good and then take all of your expertise at making movies and turn mm-hmm. them into something that is not only visually good but has a good story and moves and you know well paced um, yeah I, the, my, you know my and I, I think that that's true but I, I really think that the answer is just that people need to get out some yeah right <laughs> and, and and not live entirely on their screens and do their own things right so mm-hmm. I was um, I was thinking about like um, the fact that you know Justice League is based on the work of good writers, mm-hmm. right? But you know that the the guy telling the, the the movie story of Justice League, right, just didn't have the language to to tell anything that was, yep. you know, 
uh, unique or new or, or even interesting. And I, part of this I blame on Jim Cameron. Hmm. I'll tell you why. He has always had this philosophy that he, if people are going to pay 20 bucks to go see a movie, they should get a long film. Oh, yeah. Right? Now, he happens to be a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. And so when he makes a three-hour action film like True Lies, it's great, yeah. you know, and well, and that's Lies. not a problem. What a, what a great, film. what a great movie, right? Yeah. And and there's not a wasted minute in the film. It's just a long story. That's cool. Stephen King novels are long, right? But they're not mm-hmm. bad. They're just they're you know just they're they are long to enough. Tell. To, yeah, to tell to fit the story, right? Yep. So, and Dune, Dune was long. Dune, you know? yes, it's yeah. like a monster. Um, yeah, and my my I always remember that was kind of daunting because it was up on the shelf with all the other books, and they were like a third the the width of Dune. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say about that. But uh, basically, we we keep circling back to the fact that Zack Snyder is not a not a great director. He's not the auteur that he thinks he is, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the only the only question I have is why do people keep keep giving him money? You know, well, it's, because they want uh, new content. It's all about content, and Netflix especially. It's just I need new content. I constantly need new content. Well, think about the number the... of of really disappointing DC films that he made, and yet yeah. he remained the guy in charge. Yeah. Right, and he was always complaining. That the reason that these movies didn't work was because they he didn't give him final cut. Oh, yeah. Then he makes the final cut, and it's four hours and fifteen minutes long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I that's the part I just don't understand. I guess that he must make money, you know, for or them somehow. People. Well, it's it's like this this movie. It was on Netflix. It got hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, people watched it. They maybe... I, I think part of it is that a lot the audience maybe doesn't have the experience to know that these scenes were lifted from something else. They haven't seen those something else's. It's like, mm. oh, that's a cool idea. No, that's neat. Like, but it's it, but it's been done, you know, five mm-hmm. different ways. And it's like, well, but I never saw those. Um, so, you know... For some people, it's new. Um, for the yeah. streaming people, you know, for the, the vast majority of streaming people, maybe they've never seen, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or, um, well, I mean, that, that could be true, but also it could be that like uh, these directors who only have a life experience in movies and books, uh, that's, the, that's what they're expecting to see, and therefore that's what they... They're, they're, you know, that's what they that's what they expect to see when they go into this. They yeah. they're not used to being blown away by something different. Yes, or good. Yeah. 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 Well, and it might. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible that I don't know. I don't know why people would like this. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's because oh, I've seen that before. I like that, so I like this. Um, yeah. You know, and even though it's strung together and doesn't. But yeah, Netflix just bugs me about some of their original content and some of the shows that they just some good shows that they just get rid of because it's not mm-hmm. new. They need new, they keep wanting new content. And right. They, and it just, and it's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe people's attention spans aren't long enough 
maybe the, yeah, maybe the population's attention span isn't long enough to be able to handle two seasons of a good show. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that, that absolutely could be. But also, I mean, this is this is one of the things that, you know, it's kind of funny for me because it's kind of a trap because for years we have complained about the fact that Hollywood is a profit-driven system, right? Mm-hmm. And they turn out trash uh, because it makes money. Yeah. Right? And we get a little bit of good stuff that kind of falls off the edge of the table right and mm-hmm. the midwest basically decides what we get to see on tv right? yeah. so we have yeah. all these laugh track comedies and whatever and cop shows but here comes along here netflix comes along and they aren't driven by that right mm-hmm. we don't even know what their numbers are yeah right so they just want to keep throwing content into the hole to keep people paying that monthly fee yes and and yeah, so now now they're not even beholden to the fact that you know uh, Daredevil was popular. Yeah. Right. They just they just wasn't new enough, so we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna cancel it. Yeah. And also that was a little bit of spite too. We yes. Had to remember, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's it is. I I am I am in a particularly foul mood today because I just found out that a show that I watch called Debris has been canceled. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Yes. And I love that show, and I I kind of have a rule, now, you know, where I don't I don't buy in to network science fiction mm-hmm. because they never support it. They always yeah. kill it early, right? Yeah. And but I I we were just desperate for something to watch because you know there was a real drought during mm-hmm. during the lockdown, you know, on shows. So we went in on it, and it was excellent really one of the best written shows since the x-files mm-hmm. and yeah one season we're not going to figure out how all the mysteries related you know yeah boom, it's, dead. Just, it's yeah yeah yep so yeah, yeah i mean we, we it's it, we we really depend a lot on our content providers including broadcasters networks right mm-hmm. um to fill our our lives and we're all a bunch of story addicts now you yes. know yeah. um and yet, uh, we have zero control over it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we. That's why some of us still read books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that the 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 low, fairly low cost of of entry of a book compared to a TV show or a film means that other kind of books can you know the stories can be told. Yes. I think one of the problems now is the fact that it's it's hard to find the book in all the chaff because they're publishing so many books now yeah because it's so easy now. yeah yes. yeah and if you i mean if you don't screen out the self-published ones uh you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna drown right yep. and i've i've i went through a phase where i was trying to support self-published books and i gotta tell you they are the worst written trash i've ever seen Mm-hmm. And it in, in general, you know, yeah. I'm sure that there are good ones out there, but there's probably a reason that a publishing house didn't want to touch. Yeah, because somebody, <laughs> some editor, or you know, went through it and said, "I can't possibly. Yeah. This is not gonna. No, I. It won't work. Just, yeah. Nobody's gonna buy this. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna make any money off this. So yeah. Um, but there's a lot of good books out there too. Yeah. You yeah. know, I just and, keep going off. Um, you know. Uh, it's it, and it's, it's definitely gotten to the point where I'll start a book and if it's no good, boom, it's gone. Life's yeah. too short. I got yeah. too many. We keep trying till we find something that's good. Find an author that's good that we like, 
and you know, then we wait for those books to come yes. out. And there's enough of those authors that uh, it's a fairly constant stream. Um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel the same way. Although I've, I've run up against trouble lately finding a book that I really want to read. Um, I'm not really into hard science fiction anymore, mm -hmm. and so like most of the conduits that I had that would feed me books are feeding me stuff like that. You know. Oh yeah. And, and so it's like like what I'm reading right now is a book I've never read before. But I've always wanted to read. Uh, I'm reading Bram Stoker's Dracula, the original mm. book, and that mm -hmm. is fascinating. Um, but uh, it's it's not bringing me anything new. It's not bringing me a story I don't know already. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yep. So yeah, I need to I need to to branch out a little bit once I finish with this. Yes. Yep. So yep. that was we did that. Gosh. We did that. Yeah, we took kind of a beating the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They won't be popular podcasts. Yeah. All no, of our, no. sorry, sorry, listeners. <laughs> our ratings are going to fall on this. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get below zero. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess I want to, do you have anything else to, to note nothing, about this nothing, wonderful? Nothing, I have nothing else that I can possibly yeah. say. Just, yeah, just save yourselves, run for your lives, don't watch it. I did actually text Haley because I know she loves zombie movies and I was like don't waste your time in Army of the Dead and she goes oh I don't watch Zack Snyder films <laughs> I was like okay yeah. I raised her right <laughs> yeah exactly alright I want to thank everybody for joining us we will talk to you next week uh, oh we're going to be going over Endgame so that'll be, that'll be a good one yes alright thanks everybody bye bye